everyone. Thanks for joining me on Profit with a Plan podcast. This is where you can get some great ideas to create your most profitable self and small business. Just so you know, financial planning isn't only for those that have a lot of money or run big companies. A workable financial plan is for us everyday small business owners and professionals that want to keep more of our hard-earned money and make good financial decisions. Join me. I'm Marcia Reiner, your certified financial planner and professional financial strategist, each Tuesday evening for some smart ideas that can add more profits to your bottom line. I typically work with successful entrepreneurs who are working their ass off every day. This may sound familiar to you. Investing everything that they have into their business only to feel that although they may be making good money, they don't have a lot to show for it. Thinking, will they be okay since they don't work for a big company with a big pension or retirement? They're self-employed, small business owners after all. I help them structure a plan so that they are confident and know for sure that they are financially on track for continued growth that will support a sustainable business and, most importantly, the lifestyle they deserve and want for themselves and their family. If you happen to know anyone who might be curious about this, send her my way. Share my podcast with her. Reach out to her and offer her a 30-minute strategy session at Bella Financial Group. Dot com, or my scheduling app at calumly.com forward slash marcia-16. So let's get on with today's podcast. Where is, um, where is your income from? What are your income sources? So when we look at income, um, I had a UCLA professor and I had a conversation um, probably about a year and a half ago, and we were talking about people doing different in different jobs and different things and earning different levels of income in multiple sources. And we kind of coined it together, and, and, and we coined it portfolio income because we have a portfolio of different things we're constantly doing to produce the income that we'll need throughout our life. So where's your sources of income? Is it your business? Hopefully it's not your J-O-B, right? Nobody wants a J-O-B. Maybe it's some side hustles. Uh, I know that one source of income is not sustainable, and it puts way too many eggs in, in your one basket. And if something were to happen, maybe it's your health, Maybe it's the economy, maybe it's your ability to do things or do that job that that income is gone. So we look at other ways of creating that portfolio income for you. And hopefully it is in a form of a business um, and and possibly even a side hustle. Um, Side hustles aren't too bad. Um, as long as they don't distract you from your primary goal, which is the, the business and your, your one source there. A side hustle may be doing something like what I've picked up recently. Um, I use a certain skincare line that I just really think makes my skin look and stay younger. As we age, we struggle with that. So I sell Rodan and Fields to some close friends and that provides a little bit of an income source for me. 
wonderful sources, doesn't take a lot of energy, but that's another side. I know there's a lot of um, struggling business people out there that are driving Uber. That's another side hustle. Um, Maybe they're uh, doing something on the weekend or they've got a night job or, or something else. I don't recommend too many hustles, but if that hustle doesn't take you away from your primary income, which is your business, then it's not a bad idea. Another type of uh, source of income would be investments. Now, investments are not always stocks and bonds and mutual funds and those kind of things, even though that's a very good source of inflation-resistant income. Those are more meant for long-term. I would never, ever, ever suggest that you or my clients throw money into the stock market and think they're going to make a fast buck out of it. That's a long-term investment that if you don't have five years, you really shouldn't be playing your money in there. Because as we know at this time in February of 2000 or January of 2019, we are in the longest bull run history of the stock market ever. Uh, We crashed in, in, 2008, February was the bottom, and um, since then we've been growing with some step backs, but I don't think we've had a history that I'm aware of, and someone I'm sure will prove me wrong, so prove me wrong if I am wrong, um, or send me a message if I am wrong, but I don't think we've ever been in the longest bull run market that we are experiencing right now. So investments always go up and down, but in the long term, long term meaning you know, five years or longer, you will make money. I can't say guaranteed, but my goodness, if you invest smartly, your money will grow. So that's a wonderful source of income, but not for all of your money. Another source of income that would be really good are the passive sources. You invest in a business that you are not actively working You can invest in real estate that pays you a positive cash flow. Positive cash flow is where you've got uh, just round fuzzy numbers. You've got a $1,000 debt uh, and expenses, and you're making $1,200 to $1,500 on that each month. That's a positive cash flow. Um, If you're spending $1,000 and making $1,000, that's technically a negative cash flow. So just a little education there. But passive sources are wonderful sources of income to have. Um, There are things that you can do that can create that passive income source where your money is working for you and you don't have to spend time doing it. In turn, in your business, you should have passive sources of income that do not require you to physically do something to create an income stream. In today's wonderful marketplace, many people are doing um, marketing plays that have recordings attached to it. As an example, you do an investment uh, in a webinar, and you record the webinar, and through the webinar, um, you've been able to... um, 
have people purchase that webinar and you don't have to actively rerun the webinar each month. It's done for you on a recording. So someone buys into that at a less, a lower dollar point, but they get value from it and can improve their situation. And at the same time, you are making money without physically having to do anything. So these are just some of the sources of income that I think are so important uh, that every business owner should have. Their primary source of business income, some side hustles, some investments, um, preferably long-term, some passive sources such as real estate or um, uh, webinars or other types of investment pieces. So these are incredibly important to have. So why is income so important to your overall financial plan? Well, when we look at why we're doing the financial plan, there is always a, an expense side of it and there's an income side of it. So when we're looking at income, oftentimes we're only looking at what kind of income we have right now. And that income is obviously what we were just talking about, your business income, your side hustles, and so on. But it's really important that we focus on the plan as to what type of income you're going to have later as well. So when we talk about later, it could be next month, next year, where we're planning on funnel income or projections of income in, in our business terms. But we're also talking about, well, what happens if that income um, stops and we decide to go and retire? Well, then we have income later we're worrying about, and that could be um, a, a retirement plan that you had, uh, Social Security, it could be a pension, it could be an annuity, you know, whatever types of income sources you have later that are important for the plan today. On the other side of that is when we're building our income now, we can also forecast how that income can continue along at a later date, such as, you know, maybe our business or our job income stops, but we have residual income from our side hustle or residual income from our passive sources, and we have future income from investments that we have. Uh, so we're always thinking about how that income plays out in your financial plan and, and where we're going to pull that. So when we look at those income sources, it's incredibly important to think how we can increase that income and grow it. Uh, you all know, hopefully, what inflation means. It's the cost of goods and services at today's price and cost of goods and services at a future price. And we've seen a pretty historic um, inflation of somewhere around 2%, give or take a little bit. There's times when it's higher and lower. But if you look at 2%, that means your income has to increase by 2% each year for you to be able to continue to spend the same thing. So when we're looking at our income, we want to find income sources that increase or have the potential to increase along with inflation, such as the investment pieces, um, the business income. Uh, when we look at an annuity or, or something like that, that it has an inflation increase in it. So these are really important to the plan 
so we can plan for things to come along. Also, part of that plan and using the income is what would happen if you no longer had that income source coming in and how does that affect the plan? That's a big thing. Most people only think about what they have, but they don't throw those what ifs. What if I was injured? What if I retired early? Uh, What if my spouse died? Um, You know, these are things that come into a play that will affect your plan if that income no longer continues. So when those are the important things with planning with your income, and it's essential to have those conversations and the what ifs uh, when we're doing the, um, the, the plan going forward. So here's another thing for you. How are you in your business paying yourself and others? When we look at our income coming in, we also have to look at how you, you know, deal it out to everybody, including yourself. One of the biggest challenges many of my clients face is they're not paying themselves enough. They start their business, they fund more money into their business, they just neglect to pay themselves what they would have earned had they had been working for someone else. So they think that their business is is, is a, a savings account, um, which it may or may not be if we can't sell that business in the future. So we'll talk about that in a future uh, conversation, but I think it's incredibly important for you to think, uh, and I keep saying that word, incredibly important. I've got to take that out of my vocabulary. But how you're paying yourself and others. Are you paying yourself a W-2 salary, meaning you are an employee of the company? Are you paying yourself as a 1099, which current laws are restricting that a little bit, but you can still pay yourself as a consultant or a non-shared tax where the company's not paying the tax, you're carrying all the tax on it. Um, Are you paying yourself monthly? Are you paying yourself commissioned? Are you paying yourself on each sale? Um, How are you paying yourself? And that's really an important piece of how we use the income in your business efficiently and most effectively, uh, where you're, you're getting what you need and the rest of the money is, is, is really working for you. So how much do you really need each month in your personal life that you need to take out of the business to pay yourself. When you do pay yourself from the business income, it becomes taxable to you. That means you owe the IRS on money you already earned. Now, your business may pay taxes in a different form or a different manner or may use the money first and what's left come to you. But thinking about really what what do you need Need, not want. What do you need out of the business for you to make your personal monthly nut? Again, if we step back and do some budgeting and some spreadsheets and figure out what your exact cost is, that's how much you should be paid. Physically check, uh, commission, monthly, however you get paid, that's the, that's the amount you should be paid out of the company. 
so you could leave the rest of that money in the company working for you and potentially receiving some incredible tax benefits by leaving it in the company and doing other things with it. So there's other ways you can pay yourself as well with that income. Um, Maybe those ways are before tax, such as paying yourself in your retirement plan is a before tax benefit. Maybe paying for your medical, uh, maybe paying for an insurance policy that you needed to protect your family. So there's many different ways. You can, depending on your corporate structure, you can pay yourself, pay the company-owned vehicle and not necessarily your own vehicle, but you drive it and get to use it, right? So there's ways that you can pay for expenses that you have throughout your business and have it filtered through the company first so you are not taxed on that income. So looking at your your situation and, and, and everything you've got will allow you to determine the best way to pay yourself with that income. And I do recommend paying yourself because you're working hard for this money. Remember in the beginning of my intro, I said you're working your ass off? Well, most people are. So another way of paying yourself is deferring the income. And by deferring the income, you can create a strategy where you're taking today's money and putting it in a fund or an account and not paying the taxes on it until later on. This is another form of a retirement account. You can choose to defer some of your income and not pay taxes on it when you're earning decent money or when taxes are high and, and you can use that money in a different way. So see, there's many different ways. So I recommend that you find, again, what you need, absolutely need. Make sure you're paying yourself in the most appropriate tax form that you you are entitled to, and then try and filter off things before, um, yeah, at, have the company pay them before you actually take that money. So those are some neat ways to, to pay, and that's just some. There's a lot more different ways. But working with an expert and working on a strategy designed for you is the best way to figure that out. And that's not usually just one person. That's working with your tax specialist, your corporate specialist, your business person, you know, everybody in the company, how many people do you have? So it all there's a whole lot of moving parts with it. But finding out what's optimal for you is a great way to get paid on the income that your company earns. So Finally, what do you do with that income that you have coming in? Obviously, I've said it several times throughout the thing. Pay yourself. Pay yourself first. Then maybe you want to factor out whether you're paying longer-term bills or you're you're prepaying bills or you're, you're investing that money. Your company can make investments as well, and those investments should have a return on their investment. Your marketing is the investment. Your employees are an investment. Your uh, building you're in could be an investment. You could be um, using that money to help fund other companies. So there's different ways of investing. And those are just, again, some that you can do with your income so we can reduce taxes on it as well.
Now, many of us don't save the money for the rainy day. And that's another thing that I think that should be done. All business owners, all people in general should have an emergency fund. We look at it in our personal life. Some of us don't even have that and we live off of our credit cards. But in a business, it's essential to have working capital that's there for a rainy day. So if maybe one of your um, accounts receivable doesn't pay on time, but yet you are counting on that money to pay your employee or you're, you're looking to um, create something, you know, you, you have to have a slush fund. And that slush fund, depending upon the company and depending upon the regularity of the income of the company, you should have a certain amount set aside for a rainy day and even an opportunity. So um, one of my previous um, uh, podcasts, I talked about opportunities and the, uh, the cost of opportunities. They only come to those that are truly prepared to accept that opportunity. And what that means is that you've got the money and the debt's paid down and and in a position to be able to take that opportunity that should have a, a significant rate of return on it. And then finally, we've got pay yourself, invest it, save it, and if all possible, don't tax it. (laughs) So there's little tricks and tips and ways for you to reduce your tax on your income. And the government allows it, and we all highly suggest it. Avoid taxes where you can. Don't evade taxes, but avoid taxes where the laws allow at every single opportunity. Because that's how the rich keep their rich. They don't pay as much tax per dollar or per percentage as us lower folks. But if we can plan properly and work carefully and take advantage of the tax opportunities, you'll pay less in overall taxes as a company than you will as an everyday Joe or Jill. So think about it. There are so many things that we can do, and and income is so important in everything we do. So where's your income from? What kind of sources is it? Do do we have multiple sources? Do we have uh, active and passive and investment and side hustles? Do we have income for now, income for later, and is it going to increase? How are you paying yourself? Are we doing the proper way for for your optimal situation? And are you paying yourself what you need? Are you paying yourself more than you need so you can take it off the books and be taxed on it? And then are you saving and investing it? Are you paying yourself? These are all really, really valuable things that you can do as a business owner by controlling how your income comes in and how your income goes out. So thanks for listening today. I hope you found an idea or two to put into your business that will make you more profitable. Next week's show is on You Spent What? On What? 
It's all about spending, and I want you to think about that one. This is truly valuable because all that income coming in is generally going out, and if we do it smart, then you'll, you'll be able to keep more of the income and less of the what's going out. So I'd love to hear from you. Uh, questions, feedback, ideas for future shows. You can reach out to me on any of my social channels, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, at Bella Financial or Marcia Reiner, and on my website, bellafinancialgroup.com. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. You won't want to miss out our future uh, podcasts. And please, please, please make sure I'm not the best kept secret. Share this podcast with your friends. Remember, if you follow me, uh, I'm offering you uh, this month in January a free 30-minute strategy session where you'll walk away with at least two ideas that you can implement into your business now that will increase your profits. You can catch Profit with a Plan on your favorite players, Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Stitches. Look Look forward to more profitable information on next week's show. And until then, make a plan and 